Yo, 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 yo. We are back, Hood Mimosas, episode six. Entanglement is when you tangled in the sheets. I am your boy Amir. I'm here with. Hey, it's your boy Ryan. I wasn't here last week, but I'm here now. Shout out to Let's Go. Yo, 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 it's your boy Cash. I got Fetto on my Zoes and Wagwano on my Jenkins. We here, baby. Yo, 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 what's going on? You already know my slogan. I'm here. I'm here. It's your boy Brandon. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome to another exciting episode of the HMPC, the Hub Mimosas Podcast. This episode six, baby. The E word. Let's get it. I'm here. I'm here. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all for listening. Uh, we gonna start it right up. I'm gonna jump right into it. Y'all heard this song. As soon as we thought we was done with this topic, this nigga August Alcina jumps out the window with the fire. Tra- you know what? I wasn't supposed to like this track, but this nigga went with- off. Oh. What Alcino say in The Godfather? Every time I try to leave, they pull me back in. Facts, bro. I don't think nobody was supposed to like this song, bro. I remember when I first heard this shit, y'all. I listened to that shit like four fucking times. Yeah, when you sent it in the group chat, I'm like, yo, that nigga, this shit is nigga, son, he literally just ether her whole red table talk, son. Yeah, he really he did. literally just ether But on that top shit. of that, he had Rick Ross in there, bro. Yo, word. Oh. That, that song is catchy as fuck. I ain't even gonna lie. That song is catchy as fuck. But not to rain on the parade. You know what I'm saying? I understand August. Why is Rick Ross in the song, though? <laughs> Why is Rick Ross in the song? You get what I'm saying? The only thing I could think of was like, yo, August, my little homie. And then he started grunting and shit. Huh? You get what I'm saying? He was like, yo, August. <laughs> So I'm a, you're like, yo, I'm going to boss this verse for you. You get what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand the point of it being in that song. You get what I'm I don't understand it either, but I can't front. Exactly. Ross had the bars, man. <laughs> the bars. Nah, that's I don't. Here, here, here's my thing, yo. Like, you know, aside from the pettiness of all, because like on the petty, on the pettiness level, that's that's on a scale of ten, that's like eleven, my nigga. Like, yeah, but man, that's a twelve. My only like, I didn't like how Rick Ross jumped on the track because it seemed as more like even when you listen to the song, it seems like August is venting. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? And Rick Ross is sending shots. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? It's like nigga, if you gonna get on the song, let August send the shots. You just supply the hook. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. But like you know, it's kind of like he's instigating. Like, yeah, yeah I, like you said, he he basically instigated. Like and and you you're friends with these people. Like like Word. the world ain't but so big. Y'all travel in the same spaces. Like his whole lyrical Ooh, breakdown no. was like crazy. Hold on, I, I gotta jump into some of these lyrics, man. Give me a give me two seconds. Oh my gosh, bro. You oh you guys oh okay. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Shorty leaning on my shoulder, gotta questioning my willpower. What? That's petty. <laughs> jaded by her jaded by her. <laughs> so you don't do the, you don't do the, you don't do the kids' names in there like you can't even call that a subliminal. Jade, hold on. Jaded by her beauty, but her reputation real solid. Caught up in the matrix, and I doubt if I can get out. Hold on. Didn't, still, I got to get her. her ah, I can't read again this week. Still, I got to get around. Favorite artist was Tupac. 
That's not Everybody a, knows that's not <laughs> Jada's favorite artist who it she used Tupac. is Tupac. Like I said, she will still gotta go against Tupac. My, Kid August. my thing is, hasn't Will been Damn through it. enough? How the Will been through enough these past couple weeks, bro? My thing is this. My thing is this, right? Uh Bro, take your shots at Jada, right? You know what play? You know what like image replays in my mind every time I hear that fucking Rick Ross verse. How fucking hurt Will looked at that table, son. He was at that seat Every every time that verse comes, I'm like, damn, Will. I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. I seen someone on Instagram, right? Will Smith was jumping rope. And oh. on under the comments, somebody had wrote, "Don't get entangled in the <laughs> rope." Right. So what? And the funny thing is, Will saw the comment. He was like, "You know, that was real cute. I'm gonna still block you, but that was cute. <laughs> <laughs> like this thing is just getting caught by everybody. Yep, that's the face right there. Will Smith. This thing is getting caught by everybody. Yo, but honestly, on a serious note. What y'all think, man? I'm calling it Will Smith diss track in about two months. Nah, not even now. <laughs> in this situation, who's Thanos right now, yo? Because when I think of this shit, we, we calling this shit the Entangle Wars. So who's Thanos right now, bro? Uh, it's out looking like all these South Who, 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 who Thanos? Who, who the Avengers, bro? <laughs> My nigga August like, oh, that's what we doing? <laughs> Yo, because because they think about it, he he got the fucking gauntlet with all the stones in it. Jada tried getting him back. You get what I'm saying? August, you got the juice, man. Yo, word, like <laughs> you got the, the juice. See, see, the thing is, Jada thought with that whole you know red table. Okay, let me get out ahead of it, and I'ma squash it. Nope. August was like, yo, I got this song. Ross was like, yo, I'm on it. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And then everything just yo. And, and second of all. Uh huh. Everybody using this damn word entanglement. Oh God! You know what I'm saying? Everybody's using that. Yeah, exactly. The e word. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's some type of fad or something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let your husband, boyfriend, wife, etc. get in these entanglements. She ain't gonna be so funny then, is it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's okay. Let let. Word. Laughing at Will Payne and shit. I know entanglement as like some type of Disney movie, like Rapunzel. <laughs> I can never that that every now if I ever watch that movie now. <laughs> every time I watch that movie now, I'm gonna think about the song. But like, if you remember, <laughs> if you remember what I said, like August is a very talented guy. Like, no doubt about it. Anybody, anybody with talent. They gonna have a snapback, and that's and that's how they express themselves through music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but talent aside, bro, like on a serious note, a real serious note, I didn't, I don't, I, like that as I don't literally, I don't, I don't consider this a diss track. It's not. I consider. Event. I, I think Rick Ross's part was just to draw everyone in, and he he did, you know what I'm saying, with the little shots. But I think that this man is hurt. You understand oh, what I'm yeah. saying? Like and like I said before. On what was it episode four? Yeah. Oh yeah. By the way, if y'all haven't checked it out, check out episode four because we talked about this. I'm out there. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. But (laughs) but yeah. But like I said in episode four, I think Jada should have just kept her mouth shut. You understand what I'm saying? Because granted, it's been they've they've faced allegations before of infidelity. Well, not even infidelity because like they said they're life partners. They have an open relationship. But now. 
you can only you can only stand the test of time with these allegations for so long. And like, I honestly believe this may be the straw that breaks the camel's back. Mm-hmm. And that gets, that gets into the thing of marriage. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? No, no, no. no. Uh-huh. We'll get to that topic later. But what I'm saying is that, um, you know, at some particular point, you have to protect your partner. Exactly. You understand what I'm saying? And I feel as though Jada could have protected her partner. By leaving it as an allegation instead of addressing it. Yeah. You know? But, like, my... Just to play devil's advocate, like, you gotta put all your cards out. Because, like, you don't want to be shameful. Like, yes, you denied it, but you shouldn't have denied it. It, it, You gotta, like, put your truth... Share your truth. Because, like, if you... If you hiding... Like, not to bring up Kevin Hart, but to bring up Kevin Hart, yeah. When he was getting cheated, when he cheated on a whole old girl, and they tried to blackmail him for like five hundred thousand, then it was like, you know what? I'm gonna just tell my wife. Like you gotta keep it a hundred. Like I agree. Like she should have. She lied number one because when this first came out, she said no, this ain't happen. My issue is that doing the red table talk, it's mm-hmm. like. She's she's still dancing around oh, the question. Bullshit. She's still dancing around the question. Oh, she you know what I'm saying? She's like. Number one, she, she she came up with an excuse. Mm-hmm. Me and you weren't on good terms. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So she's implying that she was at a point of vulnerability when I think that's bullshit. Like, y'all already know. Like I said, I'm going to keep pushing episode four throughout this podcast. But, like, <laughs> tune in to episode four because I talked about this in episode four. Like, bro, you weren't the vulnerable one. August was the vulnerable one because we look at what happened. And then it's just like... You thrown in that word entanglement is like, bro, come on, man. That's just that's just an excuse. Don't no nigga read Webster's dictionary. <laughs> I'm pretty sure when niggas said that, niggas was like, what the fuck? You know, you go on Google on your phone, you just type in like it's like, bro, but it, it's funny when she said it because Will kept saying like entanglement. Entanglement. But my thing is entanglement. <laughs> my thing is what happened? Let's play devil's advocate a little bit. Yeah. What happened if the tables were turned? What happened if this was Will? Let's say someone that Will was messing with. And Will says he was entangled. Would this be as funny or would niggas be like, see, or would people, particularly women, yes, I'm coming at y'all, um, would would they particularly, would they, <laughs> the, bunny. <laughs> the, the, the bunny went on vacation, bro, <laughs> like, but, um, but nah, um, but would it be as funny or would they take a different tone to it? Yeah, to be honest, I feel like I definitely feel Not like the they would take a different tone to it. You get what I'm saying? Because I've I've heard a lot of people like, yo, um, men do it all the time and it's no big deal. But when women do it, it's an issue. At the end of the day, male, female, whatever, whatever, it's fucked up. You get what I'm saying? So you can't always come with the excuse that, oh, you know, if a man do it, he the man, da da da. No, he's an ass too. You know what I'm saying? Right. If a woman do it, she's an ass. If a man do it, he's an ass. That goes back to the old adage, yo, two wrongs don't make it right. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? People don't like to, like, you know, recognize that. Yeah, but here's the thing, like, we keep saying it's fucked up, but is it really fucked up when you guys are in an open relationship? I think the definition of fucked up changes because let's say if we're all in a we're all in a relationship with our significant other, whatever it may be, if we're dating exclusive, the word fucked up is literally what it means, fucked up. Yeah, exactly. But when does a situation become fucked up when you're in an open relationship? When is going when is overstepping your boundary when you've already overstepped that boundary by being in an open relationship? You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, but like that's what I was getting at. You get what I'm saying? Um, you're right because, like I said, episode four, another plug. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's they they said that they were life partners. You know what I'm saying? We don't know what the definition of life partner means, but when I was saying, you know. Uh, when a man does it, it's fucked up, and that's why a lot of women be like, yo, when a man do it, it's fine. I meant more so in a, you know, uh, exclusive, you know, relationship, marriage, whatever, whatever aspect. You get what I'm saying? Because I feel like that's an old excuse that you can't really be using. All right. We going... <laughs> good, good shit, fellas. We going... We asked a question on our IG page, hood mimosas underscore hood... <laughs> I'm drunk. Hood underscore mimosas underscore. Please follow us on Instagram. The question is, is marriage a sacred institution? Now, my whole thing is, it's supposed to be a sacred institution. But nowadays, it seems like everybody's just doing their own thing. And like, just jumping off the back of Will and Jada... A lot of people, they really not respect in marriage. Yes, you're supposed to. If someone says they are married, you back away. <laughs> Nowadays, niggas is pushing forward. <laughs> Women are pushing forward. It's like, yo, my nigga, you don't see this ring on my finger? I mean, I don't necessarily think it's just particularly women, you know, because um, certain comments were saying that we be singling out women, so I don't want to get canceled. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you <already canceled. laughs> so uh, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's not only, <laughs> it's not only just women, it's, it's men too, but like when it comes to that, you know, I feel as though you can't put the blame equally. You have to put the bulk of the blame on the person who's married. Because at the end of the day, that person has an obligation to someone. And that's what makes it sacred. You know, you fulfilling that obligation, but using Will and Jada as a reference, if your sacred vows were an understanding that spiritually and emotionally and and intellectually, we are are one. But however, we have physical needs and we're just going to act on the physical aspect. I don't necessarily think you're breaking the sacredness of your vows, I feel as though it overcrossed the boundaries once the participant, that being August, got emotionally attached to Jada. Mm-hmm. And by her singing, saying entangled, she's also admitting that she also became attached. I think that's where they began to cross the line. So I feel like another thing with the whole uh, marriage being a sacred institution, um, having a side male or female, whatever you want to call it, have been normalized. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? People are proud to wear that title Mm -hmm. as a side individual. You get what I'm saying? (laughs) So it's kind of like, all right, well, yeah, I can get married because I'm with such and such. They a good person. I ain't going to go nowhere. But like, you know what I mean? Whatchamacallit doesn't mind being my thing on the side, knowing Mm -hmm. I ain't going nowhere. You know what I'm saying? And another thing I want to say is another reason as to why um, marriage has, in my opinion, gone further, further away from what it's supposed to be is, one, finances and laws. You get what I'm saying? Because, like, for example, if you're at a job, whatever, whatever, you pass away, if you don't have a spouse or you don't have any children, your money goes back to the government. You get what I'm saying? That's why a lot of these, these people in the um, armed forces, 
like get married right away because they want that money to go somewhere. So I feel like that plays a major role. So with that being said, even when like I'm I'm going to go all the way back to the Bible because I've been really uh, getting into like reading the scriptures. And what I've noticed is that during that particular time, a lot of marriages were set up for that exact reason. So my 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 question that I'm proposing was that Amir asked is well the fan shout out to Lil Well because Lil Well was the one yeah, who uh, put out that request shout out to Lil Well Flez you know he's serving the country thank my you boy, my boy thank you for protecting the freedoms that some of us take uh, for, granted. for granted we appreciate you brother but what I was saying is that uh, what was the question the question was was marriage a sacred institution so I'm gonna say was was marriage ever a sacred institution based off of what we just talked about if how can something be sacred when the initial reason the original reason reason for engaging in it was for monetary gain Mm -hmm. and for sustainability Mm -hmm. something can never be sacred with those two parts into it you get what i'm saying so my thing is when you say sacred it's like it's important it's like a collab like but this is between us the problem with marriages today is we let the devil in in all of our ideas like when i say the devil is me and you me and my woman we're not having a a great marriage and her homegirls is in her ear and her mom is in her ear (laughs) And it's a nigga she looking at that the devil might creep into her head like, yo, go see what's up with homeboy. Even with guys, guys, we not supposed to let the devil in. Like, that's where we fuck up. We go like, nah. What's up, Brian? I mean, as far as marriage is concerned, um, example I can use is my grandmother and my grandfather god rest his soul their their marriage uh my grand my grandmother always said and like she always knocked this home that like granddaddy was always my grandfather was always a great provider like always a great provider they could come they always came together when it came to aspects about finances in the house and taxes and stuff like that um I'm not going to put their business out there or nothing like that. Like, not really, don't really know. Like, there's there's other stories about that, but that's neither here nor there. But yeah. that's what, the, like, that's what it was always about with them. It's always finance and stuff like that. I think somewhere along the lines, pardon, um, somewhere along the lines, like, the, I guess the the love part of marriage seemed to lose its mystique. Especially in the 21st century I mean, I don't speak for every marriage But I think there's some part where It's like the ceremonial part of it Is still there But like the actual union and commitment of it Is starting to Decrease? Yes um, Another another thing that I've um, heard a lot of Is like I've heard a lot of females I know personally And you know, just off a random conversation Say that, yo I want to be with somebody that can take care of me. You get what I'm saying? So it's like you're going in a relationship looking or a marriage or whatever the situation may be looking to be taken care of. You get what I'm saying? Because it's kind of like now it's like, 
like like Brandon said a couple minutes ago, it's kind of like that was the original, you know, uh, uh, meaning of marriage. Like, yo, keep rich people married, rich people, or somebody married somebody with more land, you know what I mean, to keep it going or whatever the case may be. So it's like, you know, and I heard a lot of, you know, I will learn to love them. You get what I'm saying now? It's kind of like one of the episodes or... I don't even remember if the episode of conversation we had, you know, is the difference between, you know, loving your partner and like Brandon said before, learning to love your child. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Because there's a big difference between that. Mm-hmm. So like me personally, I just feel like that's kind of ro- like wrong in the aspect. But even though that's not the original plan of the marriage. All right. I'm going to give y'all a male perspective because, again, <laughs> I do not want to get canceled. So, um, you already canceled. <laughs> no, nah, I do not want to get canceled, nigga. You already canceled. <laughs> I don't want no more bullshit on IG. Yo, just in case y'all not following us, please follow us on IG. Okay. Hood Mimosas, Hood Mimosas, Hood Mimosas. But, um, you know, back to the uh, Hood Mimosas. But, um, <laughs> but, uh, back to the original question. Um, I re- I'm going to give you an example. Like, um, I was talking to my mother. Like, my mom was married for 20 years however my father only lived in the house for three and um i remember one time um you know i always thought that was weird you know my mother got married when i was like three and you know i remember you know me being at home but my father would come see me and then once it was time to go to bed he would leave the house and you know i thought that was some type of normalcy but you know as i started getting older you know, and getting the courage to ask my mom certain things. I asked my mother, I'm like, hey, why take those vows? And then you guys lived in separate entities. And I'll never forget this. And you'll see the relevancy soon. My mother said because she was obsessed with the ideal of getting married, but not with the actual act of getting married. And putting that into context is that I feel as though a lot of people, men and women, we're infatuated with the ideal of of being in a ma- in marriage or being come on man you already know my slogan bro i'm here man i'm here bro i'm here i'm here bro but 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 yeah i think people are more and a lot of people are infatuated with the ideal of being in a relationship and being married i mean it was a it was a philosopher um i, for, I forget the philosopher's name he he stated that man, meaning man and woman, is born half, and we spend our entire life searching for our other half. Yep, yep. You understand what I'm saying? So this question I propose is that we search for it, but is it really necessary? Mm-hmm. Is this something that we're infatuated with because we think that having this other half creates this ideal of being whole when in actuality you are whole? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm saying, bro, I'm about to be dropping a lot of knowledge because I don't want to get canceled because we, we are not massaging this. Yes, we are. Say that. Uh, Please don't us. Just to come off what you said, I feel like not the not the bash women, but yes, I'm bashing women. Women, uh, don't focus on the fucking wedding that much. Like, you putting all your focus on the wedding and not the marriage they got shows about shit like that bridezilla and like yo (laughs) you i get it that's your big day but bro like focus on how y'all gonna live together if you can't afford a twenty thousand dollar wedding 
Why? Why are you trying to? Y'all can go down to the the courthouse. Y- y- y'all about to cancel me? Hold on. Here, here's my thing. You know, um, I don't, I don't see anything wrong with theatrics because that's what it all. That's what it is. But life in general is based off of theatrics. You understand what I'm saying? It's nothing wrong, but as long as you put those theatrics in perspective, if say if I were to get married and my wife wants a huge ass wedding and she wants the bells and whistles of the top wedding as a man i'm gonna do that but i'm also gonna keep in mind the budget you understand what i'm saying so my thing is if that's what they like yeah that's fine Mm -hmm. but make sure it's more to than it's more to just the theatrics of being married and like this goes back to what i said before a lot of people like the theatrics of marriage but they don't really understand the 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 actual the marriage marriage shit. like the like like through. nigga like how we doing this like, shit you gotta go through what i like i like to um i mean with that i like to revert back to my frat days like the day after i cross it's like the same thing with marriage it's like after all the ceremony and stuff like that it's like now the real pledging begins now the real work has to mm. go and then you start to really learn your partner yeah. Like I've I've seen it with my mother and her and when she got married and all the stuff that she went through and like it's it's an interesting dynamic. Um it's <laughs> it's something I don't know. It, it it it's just an interesting dynamic just to see that and how it goes down. Um I want to say like me personally, like I don't care for marriage. You know what I'm saying? Not saying I'm against it. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I say I don't care for marriage, I feel like the most important thing, like, if, um, you know, I'm, I'm choosing to be with somebody the rest of my life, the most important thing is like, yo, okay, what are we going to build? We're going to have kids, et cetera, et cetera. Those things, to me, are the important aspects of exactly. it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if if um I get married, if my wife wants to, uh, or if I choose to get married and my wife wants to have the wedding, or whatever, that's fine. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I'm not against it. But for me personally, that's not the important thing. The important thing to me is, you know, growing up together, growing together, having you know kids, making sure the love is there. Of course, the financial of it is important too. You know what I'm saying? But the actual wedding itself, because growing up, personally, I've never seen a successful. Marriage, you know what I'm saying? That's why for me, it never really like, oh yeah, I want to go up and get married. I'm not against it, mm-hmm. but I've never had that notion in my head like, yo, I have to. All right, so people, I'm gonna pose another question. Again, the question was, is marriage still sacred? Yeah. Based off of what he said, if your marriage is that, then I think that's what they mean by marriage being sacred. sacred yeah. You know, you guys taking that bond. And basically expounding on that bond and taking care of the creations of that bond. Mm-hmm. With that said, reverting back because you can kind of mix this in with the Will, Jada, and August situation, the entanglement. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Would you still consider their relationship sacred? Well, their their relationship? <laughs> yeah, they still together. I mean, it has some chinks in their armor. I mean, it 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 got infiltrated, but I mean they're still together. They still rocking strong. They still, I mean I don't know. But that's that's the point I was getting to because I think when, I think when you, t- 
take when you talk of marriage in terms of things being sacred, as I said this in the beginning of the uh, initial conversation, you have to determine what you're talking about. Are you talking about sacred in terms of being physical sacredness to your body being belonging to your partner? You understand what I'm saying? Or to the mental aspect. That goes with what he said. They, yeah. They're spiritual. Yeah, partners. they're spiritual part. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. it's like in terms of it's in terms of physical and mental i think that term sacred when it term comes in the marriage is to what you value mm-hmm. and taking that and putting that into a relationship i feel as though people value the physical sacredness over the mental sacredness mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying now um i don't disagree with what you said but one thing that caught my attention that you said was with the whole will and jada thing you saw during that whole situation how uncomfortable and how hurt Will was during the situation. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, what could it have been for you? Like, like you know, you know yeah. what I'm getting at? It's because it's kind of like, all right, what what is their definition of sacred or marriage or whatever the case may be? Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Because maybe they're together because, you know, they know that financially it makes sense to be together than apart. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, that's why it's kind of like their situation is kind of sticky, but you could tell something went awry. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because she didn't tell the truth the whole time. Yeah. Maybe before the Red Table Talk, we'll ask her, like, yo, you doing this? And she said no. no. Yeah, you get yeah. what I'm saying? So, it, it's, it's, we don't like, we you don't know for about, real. You can tell by his face. So, good analogy. Um, based off of what you were talking about, I love analogies and metaphors, uh, ladies and gents. So, uh, <laughs> a good analogy would be like the tip of the iceberg. Like the marriage, the ceremonial (laughs) (laughs) with the Titanic. You said iceberg, I did. So, uh, (laughs) so the the marriage, the celebrity, the ceremonial stuff, Mm -hmm. and beneath the surface, what you were talking about, the building to providing Mm -hmm. the future for yeah the field the um future children uh the arguments. The highs, the lows. That is that. The that build the that's the. Is that the foundation? Is that that a perfect analogy? Yeah. I almost spilled my goddamn yak, bro. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> almost spilled the damn yak, bro. <laughs> but nah, but um. <laughs> but nah, but um. In all seriousness, um, when we look back and analyze Will, it's um, was he, was he angry or was he embarrassed because it's a major it's a big difference and i think but honestly bro i honestly think he i think he was embarrassed off of the fact that as i, as I stated before I don't think he was hurt either i think was embarrassed. so if he's not hurt or angry that leaves what embarrassed so my thing is yeah, he was hang hang embarrassed like hang embarrassed like but um <laughs> Webster's here, Webster's here. But nah, but but nah, but um, but yeah, like it's like when you think about it, look at it like this. Let's take away their popularity. Let's take away all the cameras. Let's take away the red table. To- the red table session. Let's just take. Let's take ourselves for example. If your significant other told you, you know what I'm saying, that hey, you know this is true. You would be embarrassed too, right? Yeah. Because it's and then, but once you add, you would be embarrassed and angry. But once you add the public to it, you're embarrassed because of what? Because your image 
is now being compromised. And that's where sacredness comes into. Because at the end of the day, if I'm your partner, I'm supposed to protect your image at all times. Not saying that what she did was fine, but in the confines in the confines and the in the confines and in the confines and the the stipulations, whatever it may be in their relationship, I feel as though she crossed the line of that sacredness because she didn't protect her image. Protect his image, I'm sorry. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we have come up with a new word called Hane Barris. Brandon Caesar does this all the time. He's a genius. Hashtag Hane Barris. <laughs> now, you said protect, protect, protect. We about to move on to something that oh, Tori Lane. This nigga wasn't protected. <laughs> yeah. Tori, we need to hold on. Hey, all right. All right. Hold on, hold on. Eric, calm down. Calm down. <laughs> We've been avoiding this subject, I want to say, for like a week or two. But the whole Meg and Meg the Stallion and Tory Lane situation. I'm pretty sure y'all have heard the story. Uh, before I give it to my brothers, because y'all y'all all want to <laughs> talk about this. Uh, Tory, you on. got one of the sexiest women around. She cannot end up with a bullet wound in her foot. You have to protect her. You have to protect black women. I'm sorry. No, ain't no damn defense. My nigga, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Nah, I'm about to be dead ass serious. Dead ass serious. Serious face right now. Serious. You five three. I'm Hayne Barris. Hold on, hold on. Let me break that. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You five three. You know what I'm saying? You 5'3". This five girl is what? She 5'11", 6'0"? 6'0". What the fuck is you going to do if she trying to fight you? Let's break the tail of the tape. You really think he was aiming at her foot, my nigga? Like, you really think she was aiming she bleed. She was bleeding. Hold on. She was bleeding out of her fucking foot. First thing they teach you is chop the leg. I don't know what the fuck happened in that car. All I know is Tory Lane shot the shit out of Meg. You get what I'm saying? Allegedly. Okay, okay. Disclaimer, allegedly. Allegedly. But I'm going to give my opinion. I think, capital T-H-I-N-K, he shot the shit out of her. You get what I'm saying? Now she's not galloping no more. You get what I'm saying? But but that's... She's not galloping anymore. I just... I just need to know what happened. But that's crazy though. Like they, they had so many pictures together. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, we are canceled. You know the crazy part? They had so many pictures and shit together. And then the random ass day, you just wait. Oh, yeah. it, it's not funny that she got shot. Got shot. It's not we funny that she got shot. No, no, no. It's not funny. It's the randomness of it. Yeah. It's the randomness of it. Like, what do you mean Tory Lane allegedly shot Meg Thee Stallion? What do you mean, son? Yeah, that shit is wild. <laughs> 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 All right. Wait, let's break this down, though. It's like what Brandon says. <laughs> so, five to, like, tail of the tape. Five two, 120 pounds versus five ten, 143 pounds. Oh, <laughs> Yo. This was like Eddie Murphy versus Stella Reese in Harlem Nights, man. Oh. All I was missing was Red Fox saying, careful, quick, you're messing with a heavyweight. All right, all right. Listen, Meg, stay away from Tori. Get better soon, Meg. Tori. Tori? Stay away from Meg. No, nah, in, all, in all serious notes, um, you know, allegations or not, um, I think people really have a, uh, 
a clear idea of what happened. Yeah. And, yo, like, also on a serious note, yeah, we joke around, but, yo, in no way, shape, form, or fashion does Hood Mimosa HMPC condone or advertise or advocate domestic violence to men and women, bro. That is a very serious thing. Exactly. You know, and fellas, we got to do a better job of, one, staying under control and realizing that it is a female regardless of whatever the circumstances may be. Exactly. Like I said, allegations or not, I hope that what people think happened didn't happen. But if it did... And I hate to say it, Tory Lanez, you got to pay the price, bro. That's some cool. Like, domestic violence is not cool. And again, we're giving our opinion. This is just an allegation. And again, we joke around a lot, but in no way, shape, form, or fashion do we condone domestic violence. And if anyone has been a victim of domestic violence, you know, you have our ear. And please reach out. You know, that is something serious. For real. You can't do the song? Don't do the song. A celeb, I'm going to say she's an Instagram celeb. Drea Michelle, she had some thoughts. She's she had some thoughts about the whole Meg the Stallion Tory Lanez that thing. She basically said she wants a relationship that's so strong that she does get shot in the foot and she's okay with it. What? That that's so ignorant that's, for you to say on a hundred levels. Like, come on, Drea. Like you smarter than that. Bro. Like what kind of relationship you want? Honestly, yo, let her have that because people tend to like to generalize, especially niggas that just like to blame shit on women. And and this is one thing I don't hear a lot of women say. So it's just like, let her say that. It's clearly something wrong with her. I mean, she was joking, but it's but, still like... Yeah, but, but still, I mean, honestly, like, I, I don't think we should really jump down the rabbit hole with that. At the end of the day, she knew the type of reaction, just like we did when we were joking around. We knew the type of reaction we were going to get. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't think that's a, I don't think her statement was a representation for women or hope, men out here. Because again, I don't want to get canceled. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so men and women. Canceled. So it's like, um, um, we should name this canceled. Yeah, we're um, yeah, I do. I do feel like Dre's comments were um in jest. You get what I'm saying? Um, she obviously was joking around. Um, you know, like we were like not too long ago. But um, I feel like another thing is um, I do I I do hear more often than not females saying you know they want a thug or this type of individual that you oh know well well alleged that will you know put me in my place. Now I don't think. Put me in my place means put your hands on me because, like we said, her mimosa don't um we don't condone that type of nonsense. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like when you say you want a hood dude that put you in the place. What do you think that um that consists of? You get what I'm saying? Like, what, what do you think that means exactly? Now, here's my thing. Yes, everyone wants a little bit of excitement. A little bit of a wild side. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I I like a little bit of wild side myself. But when it comes to shit like that, it's like nah. When when I'm putting my life in danger, that's when I can't rock with you. Like I I get it. You like that, but if he's putting if he's gonna put you in a situation where you can't come out of, you need to stay the fuck away. Like I I. I, I'm from a. I'm from. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm from a, a a hood in New Jersey. I'm not gonna say where y'all. If you know me, you know where. Where I've seen some pretty women get put in some very fucked up situations by 
some some roughed up some fuck some real gangster ass niggas, and that's not you. Don't don't let this shit gas you because this shit can really hurt you. Like these these niggas, they don't really give a fuck about oh, you. I like I've seen pretty women go down, either in a box or to jail. For some hood shit because she thought the shit was cool. Go ahead. I mean, I've heard apparently this type of stuff is like a turn off for most women. It's, that, shit, that shit ain't cool. It's weird, but it's not cool. I remember having a conversation with one of my big brothers and he was telling me the same thing. Like women want a quote unquote line or those type of people like Bruh, some pretty ones some pretty that. women I, I i let them they'll they'll be like they'll let men beat on them but they'll still said i love them or they can change them I'm like now, i don't i don't know if that's for every situation i'm not sure but i've heard certain things like that. yeah i already know what i'm about to say oh here we go i don't think that's representative representative of all women because no, no, no. again, I do not want to get canceled on the sixth episode. But what I will say for the women that for the women or men, because men entertain it too. You know, we're not going to try and put the blame on one particular sex. For people do that do entertain that, you know, want be- want better for yourself, want more for yourself. And um, getting back to the whole Tory Lanes and Meg the Stallion situation, one thing we keep we keep. M- forgetting is that why did he have a gun in the first place and this is the type of situations that you see a lot of actors you see a lot of stars and actors get themselves into these into these situations because they carry weapons it's like brother you yourself are a brand you have to Mm -hmm. protect your brand at all times you have Mm -hmm. enough money pay for a security detail Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying there's no way it's no reason for these type of these individuals to have weapons Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I also feel like people uh, have the line skewed to where they don't um, they don't realize the difference between entertainment and real life. You get what I'm saying? They try to they try to mesh both of them. You get what I'm saying? People have to realize, like, yo, entertainment is entertainment, and we gotta take it for what it is. Now, for people that's entertainers and try to you know mesh their past life. With their entertainment, kind of like, bro, like, you making money now. You don't got to do all that yeah, nonsense. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, somebody say, oh, you can take me out the hood, but you can't just take the hood out of me. That's no, dumb. No, 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 no. That's dumb. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Brandon said, pay for security detail. There's no reason for you to be walking around with a gun. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could, it's, it's, a, it's mm-hmm. you do better, bro. You got chick state money. You better chill out. This nigga's spent yeah. all um, of his drop, drink. Drop my, <laughs> drop my fucking yak again. Yeah. We're gonna have to do the episode or I keep dropping my yak. But um <laughs> but um but yeah, like I, I agree. And another thing, um another thing, um I'm sorry, my mother's in the room right now. I, that's why I keep sliding up. But uh mom, say hi. Say hi, mom. Hello. Hi. <laughs> but um back to what we were um what we were saying about the um the uh incident. It was just um I don't even know. I lost my train of thought. Yeah. Uh like 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 Kev basically said, uh you you're in a position where you can hire security. You don't you don't have to put Meg and a friend's oh 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 Ke- uh, Brandon, you got it back? You yeah. got the jumper back? Yeah, I got the jumper back. <laughs> Pull up. 
My thing is, when you look at not only this incident, but when you look at incidences that are similar to this, and again, you know, going into allegations, is it the fact that domestic violence has become so normalized that these incidences seem to happen and people think to have some type of relationship, you have to encounter some of these? Yeah. Some of these incidences to validate not saying validate to a sense because she got shot this is a very this is a very uh, serious thing mm-hmm. but it's like is it the fact that we tend to normalize domestic violence because when you look at it especially in hip-hop you you, you in certain you music things and, and even in movies you tend to see this type of behavior emphasize and yeah. what hap- what tends to happen is people tend to mimic this because this is in mainstream this is in mainstream society and mainstream culture What's up? What's up, Ryan? Um, what I I don't I think when you get to a certain point or a certain status as far as income or celebrity, you don't have to carry this wild west mentality. I mean, at the same time, like I don't I hate the I mean Tupac at one point mm-hmm. is like at the same time he put himself in a situation that he didn't have to. He was a renowned actor. He was making money rapping like. You don't have to put yourself in these situations. It's like Kevin said, higher security detail. Uh, think a little bit better when you're carrying guns, or if you're going to carry a gun. Like, to not to play devil's advocate, but I see like nowadays a lot of artists they're, they're trying to live out a lot of their their, their lyrics, and as fucked up as they sound, it is like that's not you. That's who you're portraying to be. That's a story that you're telling. You don't. You like you said, you you don't have to be in this whole wild wild west mentality. I mean, uh, rest in peace, Pop Smoke. You know, if you listen to a lot of his lyrics, it's rough listening to his lyrics, especially now that he's dead. Like them shits is rough. But using using the Pop Smoke reference, Pop Smoke was one of the few rappers who actually lived that life. I, you understand I what I'm it. saying? So yeah. it's but going back to what you said. With number one, I feel as though with a lot of artists, but I'm gonna aim more so towards rap artists. I think they have to keep that. They have to kind of keep that image because at the end of the day, they're a walking brand. They're a walking label. Yeah, yeah, you understand yeah. what I'm saying? So they kind of have to, like for example, we joke. They say this man's name is Daystar. Yeah. He can't walk around like Daystar. Yeah. If he's out in public. He has to be Tory Lanez. Yes. When he's at home in the confines of his house, he can be Daystar. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we don't know Daystar. We only know Tory Lanez. So that that makes me think like so as the consumer, right? Is that our fault? Because I look at it like this, right? I'm speaking from my own, you know, you know, um, what you call it? It's like me personally. I look at and a lot of people don't obviously. Entertainment is entertainment. Mm-hmm. Take it for what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't care that you're not out there selling drugs, busting guns, this, down the third. I enjoy your movies, your music, your mixtape, whatever the case is, because I know how to differentiate the two. Now, the problem is a lot of people don't and don't know how to do that, and that's kids, the issue. A lot of kids don't. I feel like I feel adults, adults too. Adults, adults too. too. Well, you get what I'm saying? But the kids are listening... Because they, they think that's real life. Exactly. And they don't know how to exactly. dif- differentiate it. You know what I'm saying? But also, I feel like that goes back to whoever you got around you, too. Yeah. For example, like, in the household or whatever, like, yo, you going to listen to this. 
Keep in mind, this ain't real life. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that has a lot to do with all. You got to learn to differentiate between what's real life and what's entertainment. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I could care less that you selling keys. You know what I'm saying? I don't care you got a banana clip. You know what I'm saying? I don't care about none of that. But the music is good. You know what I'm saying? So I enjoy that. And I feel like that's what we got to keep in mind. Because at the end of the day, like Brandon said, these celebrities do got to keep their brand. Mm-hmm. But it's like, as the consumer, just because we won't see you with a gun on your hip, oh, he fake. I don't want to listen to his music. He ain't a real nigga. You know I'm what a real saying? nigga. Fuck out of here, nigga. Keep um, that shit on me all the time, nigga. Back to the analogies. Uh, I remember Easy E telling an interviewer when they asked if all that, st- all those stories on those albums was true. He laughed and he said, "It's like wrestling. It's like these wrestlers, like the wrestlers. They're not John Cena is not John Cena in in real life, or Hulk Hogan is not not like this in real life. He compared it to wrestling, even though Easy E was the actual him." Yeah, him and MC Ren were the actual goons of the group. It was like... They were the tough guys. They were the tough guys. They were the goons. But at the end of the day, he said it was entertainment. It was wrestling. Mm -hmm. But, you know, going back to the original discussion between the old um, Tory Lanez and uh, Meg Thee Stallion incident, what do you guys think that... What do you guys think happened? Honestly. What do you... What could have... Because think about it, bro. What can somebody possibly say, not saying that she said anything at all, but what possibly could have been exchanged between the two to the point that you're firing and someone actually gets hit? What what possibly tra- what possibly transpired? Like uh honestly she might have she might have said something about either his height or his in- like <laughs> I think she like honestly. I think she got into his insecurities because cause women women can do that. Like, hold on, hold on. Women women can do that. They can say some things that get you to the boiling point. And I, I'm not I'm not to joke. I don't I don't know what happened, but I think she said something. She might have said something. I heard in other stories it got physical, and she was actually getting the best of him, and then he just pulled out a gun i mean i don't quote me on it i'm not sure yeah but here's my thing because we all tend to do this especially when you hear things about like domestic violence incidents because we're gonna call a spade a spade allegations or not this is clearly a domestic violence incident Mm -hmm. regardless of the entanglement that these people were in um (laughs) you know what i'm saying but why do we always put the blame on the woman as being the instigator to the act of domestic violence? Because when you think about it, if someone can get you out of character like that, you don't need to be associated with that individual. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like I see that a lot in society. I'm not saying, you know, it might be some factual factuality behind that, but it's just sort of always like when we hear of a man doing something to a woman, it's always, oh, she did something and that nigga just had enough. But it's like, yo, it's literally some ain't shit ass dirtbag ass niggas out here. And like I said in the beginning, you know who Tory Lanez is, but you don't know who the fuck Daystar is. Just like we don't know who Megan Thee Stallion is. I don't know her real name. I just think it's Megan something. But I think it's Megan. Whatever. But we don't know who the real Megan is. So it's just like maybe this nigga has a history of doing this. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So let's not put the blame on her. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day... No one deserves to get shot, bro. This could have ended up really. This could have ended up really bad, bro. For real. 
And I don't want to get canceled. That's why I said that. <laughs> um, I feel like a lot of domestic um, violence issues has to do with, in my opinion, male pride and ego. Mm-hmm. And when I and when I say that, I mean like, yo, just because somebody running off at the mouth, that don't mean you attack them. Exactly. You get what I'm saying? You your shit. Argue with them. You know what yeah. I mean? To tell her her wig old. Something. You get what I'm saying? Like, you don't, you, you don't got to put your hands on her. You get what I'm saying? Old ass wig. And if... And if you... And if it gets you to the point where you get mad, where you feel that you about to put your hands on her, that's when I'm like, all right, yo, I got to go. Yeah. But it's going to like, nah, man, I'm a man. I'm going to do this, that, and the third. So my pride and my ego is getting away. So now I'm going to react. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm a reactor, and it's like you know, oh shit, my bad. I just snapped. Nah, bro. Like, if you feeling, you get to that point, yo, you gotta go. You gotta go. You get what I'm saying? Uh, quick thing. I I I, I know. Liquor was involved. Liquor was involved, and and that's where it went, it went sour. We going, uh, fellas. I get that too. Um, liquor was involved, but um, going back to what Kevin said, in, in the event that anyone gets into a um, domestic violence incident, especially as a man, bro, it's just certain things are just a given. You're not gonna win an argument against. You're not gonna win an argument against a woman. And honestly, at the end of the day, you have to remember the situation in which you're putting yourself in. Because let's say that they were arguing and the cops were called. Nine times out of ten, they're taking the man out the house anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So as a man, it's like, bro, you hurt. My mom always told me this, bro, because I used to be the nigga that used to get in arguments with women all the time. She's like, yo, you'll be surprised how much damage you can do by saying okay and just walking away, bro. Sometimes you just got to do that. You got to put your pride and ego to the side. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, y'all heard it from the man himself. Put your pride aside. Uh... You got we gonna go to the sports section. <laughs> Ryan, are you a Washington football team fan? <laughs> the generic team. Hello, people. Um, yes, I am, as you as you heard and my friends tell me as my friends know, I am a the team formerly knows that the name I can't call it. A, I am a Washington football franchise fan. Okay, <laughs> it's, I don't know how to feel about that, but um, with all this going on, I think it's a chance to recreate or just revitalize the culture of Washington football. Um, with all the with, if you look at the past history, it's a known racist history. I think this is a chance to have a clean slate. Revitalized, revitalized Washington football. I mean, there was a there was something about the Washington Red Tails. I'd be all for it. Um, just are you, are you embarrassed about them? Put mimosa words. Put mimosa words. Hashtag embarrassed. No, I am not. Um, it's just a, it's it's a fork in the road, and we'll see we'll see what happens. Yo, I don't have an issue with that. My thing is, the NFL got a whole creative team in this bitch now. And it's just like, when you link about it, it's like, bro, you got somebody on your team that's making like $500,000, $600,000. I was like, nigga, you couldn't come up with something creative? 
like the Washington Football Club, bro. Yeah. As a fan, bro, I wouldn't, I wouldn't support that, bro. Because at the Washington end of the day, football team. Because because you have to go in. It's more than the the name, bro. It, it goes way deeper into that, yo. The owner was reluctant to change the name in the first place, and that's just. That's just him being an old pouty face ass boy. That's all he's doing, bro. <laughs> Dan Snyder can kiss my ass. Listen, listen. <laughs> we want to thank y'all. Thank y'all. This has been episode six. Thank y'all for listening. I want to give some shout outs. Shout outs to my girl Priya for listening. Shout outs to my girl Lisa D. Shout out to Careless Podcast by my boy Dre Joe. Shout outs to y'all. Thank y'all for listening. Who who else? All right. Um, first of all, I want to give a shout out to uh Robert Hilton. He is a martial artist in the in the um New Jersey area. He's also doing his best to spotlight the martial arts in the tri-state area. He's one of the voices of sport karate. He's doing interviews. Uh, his next interview is with the the great Kareem Allah, a Kareem Abdullah. If you know him, he's one of the great martial arts that brought martial arts to New Jersey. Shout out to my homie Brandon Caesar. He's going to come up doing this thing. And shout out to Leonard Alexis for stepping in for me last week. Truth to Truth podcast. Good runs, cuzzo. Yo, I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the uh, podcast, tuning in every episode. I appreciate y'all. Um, shout out to my cousin Sandra for listening. Uh, shout out to Maya from a, for uh, promoting, the, uh, promoting the IG page. Um, shout out to John for Herbal Habits, his store. Check him out, Rawway, New Jersey. And everybody that's been listening consistently, bro, thank y'all. New listeners, thank y'all. I mean, we appreciate y'all support. Hope most of just keep going, y'all. Yo, yo, um, I like to thank my mom, you know what I'm saying? Because without her, <laughs> I wouldn't be here, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I like to thank um, my co-worker, Henry, you know what I'm saying? Yo, shout out to my man, Henry, and shout out to his little uh, entertainment business going on. You know, my man is a producer. Shout out to Flag Entertainment. Flag Entertainment, future look at greatness entertainment. When y'all get a chance, check them out. Shout out to my brother from another mother, Erickson. Oh, uh, you know, my man Erickson got a portable uh, car wash going on. Yeah, you heard right. I said portable. It's called Bull Incorporated. Check them out. You know, it's it's a it's a great, it's an innovative way for you to get your car wash. He makes stops at anywhere. You know, so you guys get a chance, check out Bull Incorporated. The phone number is 786-332-0607. I mean 0670. Again, 786 786- Three three two zero six seven zero, and also I like to thank all the fans that keep tuning in every day, and yes, especially sir. people yes, showing us support yes, on the Hood Mimosas IG. I thank you, and again, check us out on Hood Mimosas um, on, on IG at Hood Mimosas, and feel free to leave comments or anything. You know, anything you guys feel as though we need to get better on, or any topics, you know, you just let us know. And um, it's episode six, baby. We signing out, yo. Anything else? Gotta go. Thank you, thank you, thank you.